up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Sister Sister Podcast. I'm here back from maternity leave, finally, with my host, my sister, my friend, my love, <laughs> our motherfucking Frida. Hey, y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I'm your host, Bianca, but y'all already know that, though. And she's not pregnant no oh, more. What's though. up? I'm not pregnant no more. Baby here Brookie Brookie is here. Y'all, <laughs> Those of you who have our personal Instagrams have seen her on the gram. My little love. Her debut. She's My so little love Pretty. Book. It's just like, uh, I just love her. I just love her. It's like, she's nothing like I imagined, but she's like better than I right. imagined. It was like, damn, like what I was, I was drawing up. You'd be like, wow. I like, was like, girl. You put my baby in my head to <laughs> shame. <laughs> you had some ugly ass baby <laughs> Cause Brooklyn, I was like, "Damn, shorty, I picture you a bald headed scallywag, <laughs> you flourishing." She wasn't gonna be a bald headed scallywag, but I thought she was because I was a bald headed scallywag. But then, like, you had hair after, and then I didn't believe like the whole like heartburn thing. So when she came out, I was like, I remember when I was pregnant, I kept joking. Like, I kept telling Eric, I was like, well, she better come out hairy as a motherfucking monkey with all this goddamn heartburn. And she is hairy as a motherfucking monkey, okay? She got hair up on her arms, hair on her little back. Okay, because if you ever need a wig, (laughs) call Brooklyn. (laughs) I mean, after she tied her hair, she might give it to you, but (laughs) not right now. Oh, my God. Anywho, this episode is all about babies. Babies, 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 babies. Babies up in this bitch, okay? We're gonna talk about these cute ass kids because I mean, why not? Like, who doesn't want to know what happened? Who doesn't want to know what happened when Brooklyn ripped my coochie open? I mean, I would like to know. Right. I mean, y'all want to know? Y'all don't want to know it? Y'all don't want to get all up in it? Yeah, this is a whole. This is a whole mom episode. I mean, be real. I mean, y'all niggas can listen too, but it's gonna be real yeah. vivid. Like, it's know. just a, it's just about mom life, yeah. Yeah, you gonna get an imagination full. It's still me and Frida talking, so it's not gonna be you know textbook. Breaking first, and the baby's clear eyes crowned. No, we're still gonna be vagina. young, dumb, and ratchet. That's how we are. Period. Hello, hashtag Even as mothers. <laughs> hashtag hashtag YDR. So first, we're gonna get into our that's so ghetto topic, okay? And this is something that maybe didn't really, like, bother me as much. I feel like it's... it. Okay. So, not that it didn't bother me as much. Now it affects me. But mm-hmm. when it started bothering me is when I realized that it's not like this in every country. Oh, yeah, no. So, I thought this was, like, an every country thing. But when I realized it wasn't, that's when it started bothering me. So, mm-hmm. our That's So Ghetto topic today is the United States maternity leave. Fucking ghetto. Ghetto. Okay, so here in the lovely U.S., they practically want you to go back to work with the baby, like hanging from the from the vocal cord, cord, right? Swinging out your coochie, like practically. So, the maternity leave here in the lovely United States is for a vaginal delivery six weeks, mm-hmm. and for a cesarean eight weeks, right? So I've always heard that, but it never like dawned on me. That, like, that's only your recovery time. Mm-hmm. And, ne- and, like, I swear, like, I've heard it so many times, and it's never, like, like, I've never put the two together that it's like, wait, when you deliver, and they'd be like, yeah, it's going to take six weeks to recover, and we're going to need to see you back in six mm-hmm. weeks. 
And you're like, like you basically gotta go back to work the same day as your appointment. Right, right, your like, right. Your job be like, be like, the doctor was up in there. Oh, okay, you're good. You're good. Your job be like, okay, so what time did you leave your appointment? Because why can't you make it here in right. thirty minutes? Like, bring your baby wherever. Leave baby oh, large. And that never really like mm-hmm. affected me before, obviously. But then I was like thinking about it the other day because I mean, thankfully. Thank God for FMLA, because that extends it a little bit. And then thank God if you have a job that offers more. Now, in my situation, I'm lucky enough to have 16 weeks off. So Mm -hmm. I had Brooklyn on August 23rd, Mm -hmm. and I don't return back to work until after December 7th. Okay. So I'm lucky enough to have those four months, a little less than four months. But that time with her to actually Even bond with my healed. fucking child right. right but then i'm like it, it um what made me think about it was the other day like you know when you apply for fmla they give you like the dates that are covered like broken mm-hmm. down like what is your short-term disability and then what mm-hmm. is just regular fmla or whatever so when i looked at it and i was like wait if it wasn't for me getting more time i would have had to return back to work after october 2nd which is right around the corner i was like right yo like that's nothing. That's not time to bond with your kid. If if it takes me six weeks to recover, six weeks to get back to my normal self, right. six weeks you to, can't even carry her car seat. Right. Like you yeah, I can't much. I have all these restrictions. It's like, mm-hmm. what time am I actually getting to enjoy being a mother? Yeah. To enjoy this time to to bond with my child to experience anything. You know how many mm-hmm. weeks Canada gets? Forty. They get forty weeks of maternity leave. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Some states, not some states. Sorry. Um, who is it? Canada gets 40 weeks, but there is a country that gets six months. Is it, um, Ireland? No, 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 no. Sorry. That was, that was a wrong fact. Somewhere gets 40 weeks, but Canada, I believe has 18 months. I had it pulled up cause I was like shocked. I was so shocked. I was like, I'm moving to Canada. And, and you know, know and um is. I think it I think it's Ireland. I think it's Ireland. That the father gets the same amount of time as the mother. Oh. Which I think is I think that's good because like I it's so sad. Like and it was so sad for me to see Eric having to return back to work and see yeah. how sad he was to like leave the baby. Like mm-hmm. it, it just it though that time is important. And I feel like we're expected to be robots. Right. Literally. Like it's like Oh, man. Where did I... Fuck this baby. Go back to work. Be a fucking robot. Because we need you here at this desk. Because you're... Like, I feel like if I was saving lives... If I was, like, the top neurosurgeon in the world... I could understand your urgency to need me. Me. Right. A whole me. (laughs) Right here. (laughs) Right here. I would understand you you needing that. But, like, what the fuck do I really do? I'm not saving lives. I, I have a desk job. Okay. I'm so angry that I just sit here and I'd be like typing on my keyboard. I'm not saving a life. <laughs> my job is not that serious. Oh my god. So like let me be out of work for two years. <laughs> yes, yes, it's Canada. The extended parental benefit. You don't receive your full salary, but you receive thirty three percent of your weekly salary. 61 weeks following the 15 weeks of your maternity benefits so you can take 18 months off and have like job security so like here our fmla is basically what would secure our job we can take 12 weeks unpaid 
we still have a job to go back to. And you know that's only if the company has 50 or more employees. Yeah. That doesn't even apply to mm-hmm. small companies. Yep. So, like, if you work for, like, a little small company that doesn't have that many employees, you're fucked. Like, that's it's shady. so fucked up. Moving to Canada. That's it. Mic drop, I'm out. Like... Canada sounds good. I heard, um... I heard... I mean, especially with 2020 happening in the United States. I don't know what's going on in Canada, but... I heard Canada um, don't really experience racism either. I remember even when... Well, um, let's just pack the pits up. And when right Stanley now. and them had went for um, a bachelor party, mm-hmm. they were, like, so That's taken back that the fact... Yeah, that the fact that people don't act weird around black people. They were like, yo, like, people just be like, like, everybody's the same out there or right. something. And guess what's in Canada? Working moms. So, let's go. Oh my god. (laughs) Let's fucking go. And Drake came from Canada. Must be great. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Why are we even still here? Pack up. Pack it up. Let's just go right now. Fuck this podcast. We'll finish recording when we get to fucking Canada. If Canada created Drake, that means it creates great things. Remember Degrassi? Do you remember Degrassi? That was from Canada. Graham in a wheelchair? Exactly. Drake. Jimmy? Drake? (laughs) (laughs) No, but you, you, United States is just really yellow. Like, yellow. Yellow. You see, I'm getting all worked up. It's the U.S. <laughs> right, they just brainwashing us, and now they got this 2020 trying to kill us. Like, I don't Goddamn know Americanus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What if Canada don't even got the fucking COVID? This is probably just something in the... Oh, my God. It's just here. Let me get on And they line us. COVID cases. In Canada. Cases in Canada. If it says five, we out. Y'all hear my nails clicking. I'm getting it. If it says five cases, we out. We packing up the car right now. New cases. All time. Let's go all time. Yo, we are so ADD. September 9th. We are. By the way. What are we talking about? Okay. What's September? Oh, Jesus Christ. Cases. I'm trying to look for all together. Oh, Jesus Pretty good off the phone. No, it's it's definitely more than five. But one hundred and twenty-five thousand people have recovered. They've had one hundred and forty-four thousand cases, nine thousand deaths in the United States. Wasn't it like nine thousand? Like one fucking minute? (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't it like basically like one hundred and forty-four thousand cases, one hundred and forty-four thousand dead? Like everybody fucking died. Like. It's not, it's not even funny. Why are we laughing? It's not even a joke. I really like cannot Canada, stand All it. Canada's cases has been United States deaths. We've surpassed 100,000 deaths. Honestly, the only bad thing about Canada is Canadian bacon. <laughs> okay. We can bring our own bacon. <laughs> They're going to be like, miss, this, this chicken is kind of heavy when it gets bacon. Wait, <laughs> bacon. wait. Canadian bacon and Tory Lanez. Y'all can have that. Y'all going to shoot me, Tory. <laughs> Hey, y'all gotta have that. I may not be six feet like Meg, but we can still fight. We the same height. Hmm. Period. Oh my god. Well, let's get back. Anyway, okay. So <laughs> it's just not right that we don't get we don't get that extended time because even when I was looking it up, the World Health Organization mm-hmm. they they recommend that you take at least twenty five weeks after. <sighs> having a baby to recover because the postpartum period they say it leads to an increase in postpartum depression Mm -hmm. an increase in sudden infant death syndrome 
an increase in so many of these horrible things that women rush back to work because I, like we have to pay bills. We you have know to, what I mean? right. Mm-hmm. We have to pay bills. We might not be doing it with someone who can handle all the responsibility. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Like doing it alone. People doing it alone. Like everyone's not going to be in a situation where they can just be like, oh, I'll take all this time off. Some people, some people actually only take that six weeks or that yeah. eight weeks that it takes them to heal. And my heart goes out to all the people because I could not. Even after 12 weeks, That's I, couldn't, what, I couldn't go back. Yeah. I wasn't ready. Honestly, I thought I was only going to take the six weeks. And then when they offered all the other stuff, I was like, um. And I still felt, he- mm-hmm. felt hesitant about it. And Eric was like, no, take right. advantage of it. Because no. look, she's already four weeks old. Imagine I know. That's what I was thinking. Two weeks. Two weeks. I would die. Like that's like it's just when you when your body is starting to feel better and you're not even you're not even all the way healed. Yeah. You know, like you're just starting to feel better. Your body is starting to you know. What like mean, I feel like if I'm was. not clear to have sex, why should I have to work? <laughs> <laughs> if right. I can't enjoy the fruits right. of my labor, <laughs> the pleasure. Why would I have the business? Exactly. Like whose man's is this? Like why do you want me to be miserable? Like no. Right, and it's it's just it's Shady. real fucked up. Like you can't even get to like you said enjoy your baby, enjoy that family time. Not only does the father have to go back to work even earlier because mm-hmm. obviously his leave is not going to be all paid. So then that leaves you in a spot. Now you have to deal with the work day, the father's work day, yeah. quote unquote alone, because you're still healing. So you're not going to be moving at the same page. You lack of sleep. Mm-hmm. Still adjusting to your baby. Your baby's still learning you. You're still learning your baby. Yeah. Everything's not going to be And you have to like same. relearn yourself. Like you're like getting in your groove. Mm-hmm. Like you're starting to... Girl, I got it's to so clean my fucking kitchen, and I was like, I felt so elated. I was like, Oh my god, look at me cleaning my fucking kitchen! <laughs> you know, oh, I shit. Shit. Watch out now! I was I'm like, high. Bitch, I'm coming for you, house. I'm cleaning <laughs> everywhere. No room is safe. Stop playing with me. Like, <laughs> I'm coming for you, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your house. Cause she's coming <laughs> clean up. I was like, watch out, dust bunnies, cause I'm on your ass. Period. Okay. But yeah, it's just like it's a whole new world. In the words of Aladdin, you got mom now. I mean, you was a mom before, but like, but like, who would have thunk it, baby? Though, who would have like... thunk it so that somebody would want to reproduce with me? Oh, Eric is a crazy man. <laughs> this, this, this mental illness. <laughs> Let's all say a prayer for him. <laughs> Is that poor you man? got a whole infant. Like I know you ain't deliver half a baby. We gonna get into the delivery, but I definitely ain't deliver half a fucking, fucking baby. baby. That was a whole goddamn overcooked ass baby. That baby was overdue. Y'all okay. know, okay? She was still pregnant on the last episode. She goddamn like forty one shit. Like forty one weeks pregnant. <sighs> Jesus shit. Christ. Jesus. Christ. We gonna get into that though. We gonna get into that. But yeah, so the U.S. is ghetto. The maternity leave is ghetto. That's it's just super fucked up. That um, not that we ever thought they cared about us, but like they just really don't care about. It's kind of like they want to push you into postpartum, right? It's like, like I know you just had a baby so that we can keep the economy going, right? And keep the population up. Thanks. But you need to get back behind the desk. Right. Or wherever the fuck you work. You need to get back there. Because your keyboard is collecting dust right. and we refuse. Right. We right. refuse to let you stay at home any longer and pay you. It's annoying. Like, but then with that too, I was a little happy because when I do have to return to work, 
gonna be working from home permanently now. Yeah, that's good. That's a whole nother struggle. Yeah, that is. You've seen it. You've seen it firsthand. Mm-hmm. Okay, dealing with a baby and being home. Yeah, it's, it's like, gonna be a whole nother struggle. I've always said, like, people, I've kind of done all three stay at home mom, yeah. working mom, mm-hmm. and then a work from mm-hmm. home mom, while yeah. being at home with the baby mom. <laughs> so I think that one's the hardest. The working from home, like having to actually mm-hmm. do your job and be a mother at the same time. Because if you are a stay-at-home mom, it's demanding. that's, you know what I mean? You don't have a, a job that's outside of that. It's a job in itself mm-hmm. because kids are psychos, but you know, that's another story. But that's what you do. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. your job. The house, the children, the upkeep, that kind of stuff. And then if you're a working mom while you're at, you have stuff to do all of that mom stuff after work, but while you're at work... You can focus on your work, job. Yep. You know what I mean? But when you have to work your job and have the baby at home, yep. it is a little bit harder. And you've seen it with Malachi firsthand. You got to mm-hmm. sometimes I was on the phone and I'm like, yep. <laughs> or like breastfeeding mm-hmm. them while I'm on a call or people are like, oh, is that a baby? And I'm like, yeah, I'm at home. Yeah. So it definitely has its perks because you don't have to get up and go anywhere. You have your baby there with you. There's a. Yeah, the only. I was upset about it at first because I was looking for my pregnancy has been in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Right. So I've been home. I've been in these walls. I feel mm-hmm. like I was getting stir crazy. So I was like looking forward to returning to the office whenever that time had came. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I felt like it was a blessing in disguise because I was not comfortable just putting the baby in any daycare. I mean, the reality of the situation was we don't all have the luxury of having someone to watch our child right you know having a family my mother lives an hour away right Mm -hmm. our parents are still young enough right that they work Mm -hmm. they're not you know what i mean they're not old grandparents like they work they're living their life they're doing what they need Mm -hmm. to do so um we don't have the luxury of being like oh well yeah she came and we're gonna have this one person in our family that's gonna stay with her right so my situation was that she was gonna have to go have you know, go into daycare anyways. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't comfortable putting her in a daycare that did not have a camera, that I could not tap into Mm -hmm. and be like, oh, well, what is she doing right now? Or where's the update? Or where's the picture you're sending me? And I was willing to pay more to have that because I feel like... A security. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I can't be at work eight hours and think like, did they fucking change her diaper? Is she being abused? Mm -hmm. Like, they can't talk. She's a fucking newborn. I literally would have to have my child in daycare straight as a newborn. Mm -hmm. So... I was willing to pay the extra, and it was fucking pricey. Like the prices they were giving oh, out. God, um, another good. I think we. I think that yeah. was so good. Yeah, it was prices. the daycare prices. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that was a whole other struggle. So mm-hmm. you know, I was looking at that as a positive. Like, okay, well, I have the security now. Although it's gonna be hard, and knowing that she's safe, mm-hmm. she's here yep. with me. Like you, you know, know what I mean? Getting the proper care, right? With home with her parents, right? Yeah. So it was like you know you gotta look at the glass half full instead of half empty so that's how you know that's how i looked at it i'm like yeah i'm gonna be home stuck in this fucking house but i got my cute baby with me so i got my baby with me though but yes let's get on to our suspiration for this week yeah so the suspiration is obviously a motherhood quote because that's what we're covering today motherhood and babies so the quote is being a mother is learning about strengths you didn't know you had and dealing with fears you didn't know existed. Mm. Church. <laughs> <clears throat> I believe it's true because um, as far as the strengths, it's the strengths you didn't know you had, right? Mm-hmm. Like for the whole delivery aspect, I remember telling Eric afterwards, like 
you don't really like know how strong you are mm-hmm. until you have to like force yourself to be strong mm-hmm. and I feel like it's like two different kinds of strong like I've been strong in a lot of instances in life but I would never voluntarily put myself in that amount of pain right. for any other situation than to know that I have to right. to get this child out you know what I mean like exactly. I feel like when you're pregnant it's like oh it's like a beautiful thing and everyone's like oh oh you know childbirth is amazing and beautiful yeah but it's like it's like scary like it it's really it's really life or death not even just it hurts like it's really life or death mm-hmm. like it's really like a serious moment like if you don't get mm-hmm. the baby out in a certain amount of time and stuff yeah. like that like it's a lot of um more serious aspects mm-hmm. that like when you're in the situation that you're like oh i have to do this i have like you have mm-hmm. to push your body to a certain level of pain mm-hmm. and you do it like it's nothing like i remember even like when i was in there with all the things that i had to keep dealing with which obviously we're gonna get to in a little i just kept thinking like well is she okay is her heart rate okay is this okay mm-hmm. is this? and they're like no the baby's fine the baby's fine right. so it made me like not really care about anything mm-hmm. i was going through because i was like well i have to get her out i right. have to get her out Why so i feel like fine yeah as far as that because i wouldn't put myself through that pain for anything else right. not a want not a need right. i'd be like no it hurts i'm good i'll give you fifty thousand dollars <laughs> if you just voluntarily get all your bones crushed <laughs> in your back no and I'm okay. they say that childbirth is the amount of pain you go through during childbirth i don't know who they are but i read this online mm. the amount of pain you go through in childbirth is more pain than the human body is made to, to be yeah. able to bear oh my god i believe it because when i was having them back contractions it felt like someone was literally taking like the hulk's hand and like crushing, crushing every bone in my back every time i had a contraction like it was like oh not just once guess what we're we're back again like yeah. <laughs> that's what it felt like and for no other situation would i do that voluntarily yeah. like yeah. i don't even think like as much as you would want to put yourself in that pain to like save someone like if it was a scenario like you have to go through this pain to save your mom like yeah i would want to i'd voluntarily i'd be like yeah but I don't know if you have the same mindset. Right. Like, something's not in you that you have to get out you and say. like, stop, stop, stop. I'd be like, ah. I'd probably give up sooner. I'd be like, mm-hmm. just pass you out. Know, that pain. Is, you don't even know what you're, like, what. What you can take. Like, I feel like everything is racing and stuff. So, with Malachi, I didn't go through, like, all of the contraction pain and stuff. Because mm-hmm. I voluntarily had a cesarean. But Celise was an emergency cesarean. Right. So, so, then your body had to wait it out. So, I did. Yeah, I did go through like the contractions stuff i didn't get up to pushing because i didn't dilate any more than four centimeters and they it was an emergency had to, obviously yeah. they had to get her out but um even just that pain like i can't even tell you like what my mind was going through at that time because it was so much pain mm-hmm. i remember having to sign paperwork if they showed me that paperwork today i wouldn't know whose name is they had to get my consent no i was so calm eric was like he kept saying you're so calm oh my God. i was like taking my time you know but you know i put my little heart over my eye i was like they had to get my consent to do the emergency cesarean and i was like mm-hmm. if they showed me that i just remember just like just, just like a launch like my mom was I like agree. are you sure and i was like someone remove her like, get her out of here what paper do i have to sign for you to get her out of here right. <laughs> please just do it like that shit it was just like it hurt so bad like to the point even before i went to the hospital when i was home mm. and i was like feeling those contractions because like you feel them in your back you feel mm. them everywhere. there's no oh there's no amount of like getting comfortable you can't yeah. get comfortable i remember this time at this point like i was 18 so i was younger i had all my like little siblings there and i remember them just staring at me because like i i, I don't know they probably thought i was like a mom it's like crippling and i remember i was like oh 
<laughs> just hurt so bad. And then I looked over and they were just staring at me and I was like, stop fucking looking at me. And they all like, just like turned their heads. Like, like wow. Like, this is a psycho. She's possessed. I'm like, like at the holy water. That- <laughs> Seriously. That pain is just like, it's, like you said, it's like crippling. Like no, does nobody want to go through that? Which is why the second time I was like, "Well, I already got one cesarean emergency. Like let me just get this one because, sis, I'm not going through that again. That was ghetto. It um, yeah, it's it's an experience. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing and all, <laughs> beautiful for for y'all. <laughs> it was like it was like I was like, oh my god, I'll like, hear the beautiful story. <laughs> I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. I mean, there was, there was no beautiful story in here. <laughs> it was all it was all downhill. <laughs> it was all downhill until until it wasn't. And that so like that quote, I feel like it also it continues like into like it continues with like pregnancy as childbirth. Yes. It continues into motherhood, like everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like that amount of strength, but also like the fears that you have. Yes. It's it's never gonna change. Even like day to day, like your children, even when they grow up, they, you know what I mean. Like they they go outside and you're like, oh my god, I hope this doesn't happen. Oh my god, I hope they don't mm-hmm. have to see this. Oh my god, I hope this doesn't happen. There's just so much like, there's so much anxiety and fear. Although motherhood is beautiful, like it changes your whole mindset. Yeah, everything becomes so much more scary. It's like, like how when we were talking, I was saying like, as far as the fear aspect, like it doesn't, it doesn't stop from when you're pregnant like Mm -hmm. how i was telling you like when i never thought about like oh like i want i want a kid i want a kid i want a kid or i Mm want to i wanted to be pregnant i never like had those thoughts Mm -hmm. when i found out i was pregnant when i peed on the stick it came as a shock to me Mm -hmm. and then i was like okay whatever i guess like i'm gonna have a baby but i feel like it didn't hit me until like i thought i had miscarried Mm -hmm. and like the thought of like I didn't even meet this thing and I honestly that was a week before Christmas so I was still within what my first two weeks Mm -hmm. or three weeks knowing I was pregnant I didn't feel even when I found out I was pregnant like oh I wanted to be pregnant Mm -hmm. and maybe part of it was because I was in denial I remember I kept saying like well I'll figure this out once I go to the appointment they confirm it but in that moment where I thought I was miscarrying I felt like oh my god like this would hurt me so much if I lost this baby right and it's like this baby wasn't even formed. I never met this baby. Mm-hmm. I don't even know this person. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. like... It's like the idea of being pregnant and, like, loving this person who's going to be a person right. inside of you, like, silently grows on right. you. Right. And it's like, that paranoia doesn't end because I feel like when you're pregnant, you have to constantly make sure you're doing mm-hmm. the right things because everything is about this growing baby that mm-hmm. you have to you have to develop and make sure they're growing properly. And it's like... Then every appointment you go to, you're praying you hear a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And it's like how we were talking about when you're like, when they when they put the Doppler on you and they can't find it right, right. away, you freeze. Like, you're like, you like hold your breath kind of Yeah, like, you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. In your like, head. Do, 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 do. You're like, oh. Yeah, it's like a sigh of relief. And it's like, that doesn't end because like you said, okay, like then you go through pregnancy and then it comes time for mm-hmm. labor and you're hoping everything goes okay. Right. You're paranoid the whole time. It's so much to think about mm-hmm. in that time of you having that baby, whether it's a C-section or not. From the minute you go to the hospital, you're paranoid about what's going to happen because you didn't experience it before. Yeah. And then while it's happening, you're paranoid about what's going to happen next. Yeah. And then, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it doesn't stop. And then... And then now you have this baby to raise. Then once they come out, you're like, oh my God, I hope the test they're going to do on them is fine. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I hope this. Oh my God, I hope that. I hope that. Then you're hoping you get it right. Right. And then you got to go home with them. And then you're like, oh my God, what is the right. first night going to be? Is 
It's it's constant. They're mm-hmm. they're pooping. They're pee- are they peeing enough? Are they pooping enough? Is mm-hmm. it supposed to be this color? Are they breathing? Yep. The staying up at night and like listening to them breathe. Yes. Like, oh my god. Like when Brooklyn the be watching deep their sleeping. chest. Yes. And then they're so tiny, so like their chest only moves their... so subtly. <laughs> so you gotta be like, all right. You like get down and turn your head and you like make sure. Right. Like, see at the, the right angle. Eye angle and you're like, oh there it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or I remember the one time. Uh, this was like. I think like our first three days being mm-hmm. home and she was taking a nap and I was like looking at her and I couldn't see her moving. Like mm-hmm. I could not see her chest moving or her belly moving. And I literally put my hand in front of her nose mm-hmm. so that she would get uncomfortable to move. Yeah. I put my hand in front of her nose and then she was and like, like I was like, oh, okay. okay. I was like, oh my oh, God. Good. Cause you know, like with SIDS and everything, that mm-hmm. shit is just so scary. It's, it's, yeah. It's a constant it's, paranoia. It's a constant paranoia. You go to sleep and then sometimes like you can't sleep. You can't sleep heavy right. ever again in your life. Mm-hmm. Like, so now you're just a light sleeper and you just wonder, like, oh, is the baby okay? Is the mm-hmm. baby okay? If the baby's not in the room with you, is the baby okay in whatever right. room it is? Like, you're just constant. Even now, like, I'll put Malachi down for a nap in his room and I'll be either in the kitchen or on the porch or something. And the whole time he's down for a nap, I'm watching him on the camera mm-hmm. just to make sure that when he does wake up, yeah. that I'm right there. I like, laid her I in the know. crib for a nap while I was in the shower and I brought the camera thing in the shower and I had the shower, like the curtain open so that I could watch the camera as I'm washing. It's I was like, like, like it's like, like she's still thing, asleep, but right? you're like just watching like, what, what if she moves What though? if she moves and she needs me? What if she right. turns and her face is on the blanket or something? You yes. just never Or she know. spits up in her sleep or something. Right. Like, she's like, you just, this, there's always just a Even the first time there. that she spit up, I was like... <gasps> Eric was like, babe, relax. Like, baby, spit up. And, like, to me, it was like, she threw up the one time to where, like, it came out of her nose. Oh, my God. I was about to cry. I literally, I had to look away. Like, Eric was holding her when it happened. I was like, oh, my God. And he was right. like, babe, it's okay. And I was like, no, because that looked like it hurt her. Like, look, it came out of her nose. Right. Hey. It came out of her nose. I remember when throat came out of my nose. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh who did God. this to her? Like, who did this to my baby? That's why I be asking her all the time. Like, who did and it? And if you ask our parents, like, there's it's a fear that just never goes away. Yeah. It just never goes away. Mm-hmm. Even when your kids are well and grown and having their own kids, there's that fear. Like, look at mommy. Yeah. How mommy was when you were in the hospital. And, yeah, I know. Like, just... And, she, she and I know it was even worse because she wasn't there. Right, because she couldn't be there. Yeah. Like, that was just, that was just... Because, like, had she had been there, fear. she still would have been paranoid, but right. she'd at least be able to ask the question she wanted right. and, you know what I mean, be see there if I was okay. Right. And know, like, mm-hmm. seeing that you're okay instead of, like, having to wait for updates and stuff. I know that tore her apart. Mm-hmm. But she was like, I was so grateful. I was so grateful for Eric because she was like, every time that I would speak to him, he sounded calm. Mm -hmm. She was like, and it made me like, okay, he knows what he's doing. Like, he got this. She was like, he wasn't freaking out at all. Like, she was like, so it just made me more calm. She was like, because, you know, like, I couldn't be there. And at first I'm Mm -hmm. like, is he going to be able to handle this? And, you know, Bianca's a lot. She's a lot. I was like, first of all, I was very well behaved. Okay. I was very well behaved. I was very calm. Oh, my God. I was. He did a good job. Yeah. So that leads us into... Oh my god. You had a baby. I had a motherfucking baby. So the sister sister podcast world wanna know what happened? What happened? Like Oh my god, a lot of shit happened. So where do I start? Let's start at Let's start at Thursday night. I remember. It was a Thursday night where you thought your water broke. Okay, so... We can start there. That's a good spot, right? We gonna rewind just a little bit. Okay, where we going? We gonna start at Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. Okay. So, Brooklyn was due on Monday. Monday. 8-17. Yes, that's what it was. She didn't come. Tuesday, I had an appointment. 
and she still didn't come obviously and they had gave me my induction date so i was supposed to get induced on monday 8 24 mm-hmm. so towards the later end of my pregnancy i would say the last month um i found out that my cervix was posterior so that had meant that the baby's head was lower than my cervix and my cervix was behind her head, which caused excruciating pain every time they had to check me. So, they already thought that, like, during labor, like, it might be extremely uncomfortable for me until I was fully dilated properly, right? Which, I don't know if anyone listening has had a, a posterior cervix, but when I tell you the amount of pain you go through every time they have to check you when and when I say every time they have to check you every time they have to shove their fucking fingers in your vagina to check if you're dilated is so it wasn't that lady just being rough like we had initially thought no I mean she she made it worse because she was rough right but no it was it is the situation even like when I googled it like all the stories like when I came home that first time and I explained it to Eric I could say in his face that he was like all right like baby having a baby's gonna hurt when they checked me in the hospital and he was there, I remember, like, when they checked me the first time, like, he came over to me and he, like, grabbed my face and he, like, kissed me. He was like, I'm so sorry. He was like, I'm so sorry. He was like, I can just tell. He was like, by how far she has to go in, like, that that, that this is killing you right now. Mm-hmm. And then they had to keep doing it. So, <laughs> you know, once you're there, they have to check you. And then right. they have to continue to check you. Um, But it was like... The pain that, like, takes your breath away. That's mm-hmm. what it was. So, every time they had to check me to see how much I continue to dilate, mm-hmm. that's what I had to keep going through. So, now let's fast forward. Fast forward Thursday night. Um, Me and Eric are home. We're sitting here chilling. We're not supposed to get induced till Monday. So, we're not thinking too much about it. I'm bouncing on the ball. We, you know, walk in, taking long walks, all this stuff. I'm like, oh, this baby needs to come out because I'm not trying to get induced. So, I was trying to, like, get her out before then. Right. Because I had heard that getting induced is the worst. Mm-hmm. Which, <laughs> here to tell you, it is. <laughs> um, so, I go to use the bathroom. And um, it was like clear fluid. It wasn't like pee. It was like clear mm-hmm. fluid like kept coming out or whatever. But it wasn't like, you know, like when you see on like TV, a water breaks. It's like, the psh, mm-hmm. like a big gusher or whatever. It wasn't like that. But it wouldn't stop. Like, I would be just, like, sitting on the toilet, like, if I was, like, waiting to grab the toilet paper to wipe myself, and it was, like, still coming out. Right. But it's not like you're peeing, and you're not, like, pushing it out. So, I was like, what the fuck is this? So, I Googled it, and they had said, like, when your water breaks, it could either be the big gusher, or it could be continual, uh, like, drips. Like, yeah, like, the trickling down, Mm -hmm. and that can continue to happen. So, it said to put a pad on or a panty liner, a fresh Mm -hmm. pad or panty liner on. Lay down for 30 minutes because if your water breaks, it stays in your um, vagina basically until you stand up. So that's how you would know if it's your water breaking. So you lay to the, you lay down or whatever and then once you get up, it would all trickle down at once which would come on the pad and that's how you would know because it has to be like a faint, faint yellow or whatever. So like I read everything it told me to do. Long story short, I did it. After I do it, it says that... Um, you like if you smell it, it wouldn't have any smell. Mm-hmm. It won't smell like urine. It won't smell like anything. That's exactly what I did. I smelt it. Didn't smell like anything. It smelled like fucking water. Um, it was like faint yellow on the um panty liner. 
or whatever. So we thought my water had broke. Mm-hmm. So here goes Eric getting all excited. He's like, we need to go to the hospital right now. I'm like, no, we don't. We need to make sure it's my water that broke. So mm-hmm. I did what I was told at all my appointments. Call into your GYN, on call, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Called in, waited. They never called me back. Ever. So I could have had my fucking baby in the living room, but they never fucking called me back. So... That night or whatever, me and Eric had stood up till like three in the morning waiting for them to call me back. They didn't call me back. I went to sleep. I woke up the next day. The next day, I was on the phone with mommy and Ashley, my sister and my mother. And um, I'm like telling them about it. And Ashley's like, no, you need to go to the hospital because if it is your water that broke, you only have a certain amount of time. You know what I mean? Like that the baby should be in there without the um sack or whatever. So I'm like, okay. So I got to the hospital around... I would say like 11.40. I remember like on my induction paper, I said to eat a big meal before you go in. Because once you get induced, they ain't feeding your ass. Mm-hmm. So I stopped at Sonic, got me a big meal, and then I walked up in there. So we go in there. They have me in the triage area. It's only me and Eric because due to COVID, I couldn't have any other person there. Um, You know, Alicia couldn't be there. No one else could be there. So it was just me and him. We got all our shit because you had to bring everything in the hospital. We got our masks, all that. So we're setting up in triage. They come in there to check me. Ruined my life because they got to go up in there and fucking scar me with Mm -hmm. how they're checking me. They're like, your water's not broke. And you're still posterior. But you're like leaking fluid. So I'm like, what do you mean I'm leaking fluid? Like, fuck, like spring a leak. You're right. Like, y'all need to take a wrench, Mm -hmm. fix some shit up in there. Like, what the fuck do you mean I'm leaking Mm -hmm. fluid? So they're like, "Oh, oh, that's a good sign. It's basically like, like you're moistening or whatever. So I was like, okay. Didn't even know that was a thing, but whatever. She's like, oh, yeah, it's nothing bad. It's just she basically like, that wow. yeah, like basically you're just like creating extra lubrication. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. So she's like, yeah, so um, we're going to we're going to wind up discharging you because mm-hmm. you're good to go home until Monday. Like you have an induction day for Monday. So I said, OK, so we're there waiting for them to discharge me, but I'm still hooked up to the machines. So while I was hooked up to the machines, my blood pressure was going up and down. So I hear them on the little monitor thing. And she's like paging over to the doctor. And she's like, yeah, the blood pressure was blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, oh my God, Eric. I'm like, they're not going to let me go home. Right? La- laughing about it. Joking. Like, oh, they're, they must be talking about me. Ha ha ha. Little did I know they really are talking about me. So the lady comes back in the room. And she's like, um, we're just going to run it one more time. We're just going to run the machine one more time and let it take your blood pressure because the last one was a little high. So I said, okay. I was like, is everything fine? Like, am I doing something wrong or whatever? She's like, no, 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 just lay down, like relax. And I'm like, okay. She's like, yeah, just relax or whatever. She was like, you know, the last one could have been high because we just had to check you. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay. So she runs the thing again and winds up being high. And then I noticed she doesn't come back in and I noticed it's going again. So they ran it the third time. Mm-hmm. so then i hear her again at the front desk talking to the doctor and she's like yeah this one um uh, let me know what you want to do blah, blah 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 and the doctor's like no she's not going home she's getting admitted so i heard them when they said it so i look at eric and he's like okay and i'm like oh, here we go so i come back in the room and they're like oh we're gonna have to keep you because your blood pressure is high mm-hmm. so it's like we don't want to run the risk of sending you home and then you know, your blood pressure spikes and then you have to come back in anyway. So I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm only here so that you guys can monitor my blood pressure. They're like, no, we're going to induce you. So I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. Like, I had no chance of getting this baby out. Right. So I was like, okay, so like now shit just got real. So I was like, fuck it. I thought I was coming in here because my water broke anyways. So 
whatever. Let me just change my mindset about it. So that was on Friday. That was around 12 o'clock. I didn't leave the hospital till Tuesday at 3 o'clock. So I was in the hospital five fucking days. Uncomfortable ass bed. Uncomfortable as fuck. And it just got worse and worse and worse. So then um, we was in triage for just a little. And then from triage, they moved me to labor and delivery. So they moved me to labor and delivery. And they're like, okay, well, this is the room you're going to be in. Get comfortable, blah, blah, blah. Do you want the ball? Do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this? So I'm like, yeah, bring it all to me. Bring it all. They don't fucking bring me the ball. So <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no problem. No problem. So we're in the room for hours and hours and days and fucking days. They come in there. They're like, oh, um, <laughs> when did I have her on Sunday? Yeah, I went in there. Hours and days. Yeah, I had her on Sunday. So, um, they come in there. They're like, oh, we're going to have to give you this medicine to thin your cervix. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. Do you remember what it was called or no? Some with a C. Or us. I don't know. I could look look it up. We're just gonna call it a cervix thinner for Yeah, purposes. I can look it up real quick. It's um Cetona or some shit. Cervix Serotonin. Thinner. Sounds like a medicine. Medicine. Like melatonin. Cytotic. Cytotic. I don't know if I'm saying this right. Mm-hmm. Cytotech? Cytotech. 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 That sounds more Boom. Cytotech. That's what they gave me. So they gave me that. I had to take it every four hours. So they're like, we're going to come in every four hours. You're going to keep taking it. You keep taking it. Keep taking it. So this is on Friday. This is on Friday. Okay. As soon as they brought me to labor and delivery, they were like, all right, we're going to get this on the road. We're going to give you this thinner. You have to take it every four hours. We're going to do that for... I forgot how many hours they originally planned on. I think they only made me plan on taking it three doses and then they were going to induce me. Well, that didn't happen. So they didn't wind up inducing me until Saturday night. Right. So they came in, got it four hours, came in again, got it to four hours, came in again, got it to four hours. That whole time they got me plugged up to the fucking machines, you know, checking on the baby, checking my contractions. The whole time I was there, I was contracting, wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. So... Um, the doctors are coming in. They're like, oh, that was just a big contraction or whatever. Like, are you okay? Like, what's, what's your pain level on a scale from this to this? I'm like a zero. I'm like, I'm, I don't feel anything. They're like, you don't feel anything? So at this point, I'm thinking they're just being dramatic. And I'm like, that was probably like a fucking like little two second contraction or something. So then, um. Like, these doctors don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I'm like, what, they, they deliver babies or something? the size of contractions now. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Fuck? I've been doing this right. for hours, and you know the size of contractions? Like, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you deliver babies for a right. living or something? The fuck? Like, this ain't nothing. That's right? a big one? Right. So then, Eric starts looking at the thing, and he's like, I just see him, like, staring at the machine and then, like, looking at me. Like, in my face and staring at the machine. I'm like, why are you looking at me? He's like, you don't feel that? And I'm like, I don't feel what? And he's like, right now, you don't feel anything? And I'm like, no. And he's like, you're having, like, a really big contraction right now. And I was like, how do you even know? (laughs) I'm like, how the fuck do you even know? Obviously, I'm not. Because nothing's happening. You see me. I'm chilling. (laughs) So, he's like, babe, you seriously don't feel anything? And I don't know if that's, like, something normal or something. Because they kept asking me, like, something was wrong with me. They're like, you don't feel that? Are you sure? What's your pain level? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, nothing. They were probably running some supernatural tests on you. They were like, yeah. They were like, she's a mutant. She's 
She's the new Black Panther. No, God was just letting me take a break before everything else ruined me. That's what it was. <laughs> so then um, they're like, oh, maybe you're just one of those people. I remember Eric said it. Maybe you're just one of those people who are going to be like, oh, yeah, she just came out in two pushes and I didn't feel anything. And I was like, yeah, okay. And he fucking jinxed me. And then um, the lady was like, oh, you're just so calm. You're so pleasant. I was like, oh, yeah, that's until everything else starts acting up and then i'm gonna be up in here screaming acting like the devil talking about get this baby out of me she was like no i don't think so i don't think so i mean and i wasn't but i really thought that's how i was gonna be i really thought like before going into the hospital yeah that i thought i was gonna be like one of those people like get this fucking baby out of me like that's how i thought i was gonna act and when i tell you the room was so quiet eric was like i kept getting like nervous because i'm thinking that you're like just like suppressing how you really right. want to be. And I was like, no, there was so much going on in my head that I felt like. Probably a fucking mental shock. You were like, Yeah, there was just so much going on in my head that I felt like I just needed to be calm. Right. Like, I, that, that was the only thing that was helping me. So whatever, okay. Friday was a fucking waste. They just kept, they just kept popping Friday me. Friday blast. Saturday, <laughs> right. Friday, blast. Right. They just kept popping me with fucking pills and giving me jello. I couldn't eat shit. They had me on a clear liquid diet. Got you doped up on side attack. Yeah, got me on fucking side attack. And all that kept doing was making me, um, like, go to the bathroom and it would make me bleed a little bit because since it was supposed to be thinning mm. on my cervix or whatever. Okay. That was it. Nothing exciting. So we were just chilling in the hospital. So then, um, Saturday comes, they come and tell me, oh, we're going to wake you up at seven o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. and that's going to be your last dose of Cytotec. We're going to bring you in stuff. You can shower and then we're going to induce you. So now I'm excited because I'm like, like, okay, yes. I'm like, yeah, get me out of here. I just want to have this baby talk and leave this fucking hospital. They don't let you eat and shower. Yep. Yep. Guess what happened? None of that. No, they woke me up. At 7 a.m. They sure did. They sure did. To waste my fucking day. Okay? <laughs> I did get to shower. I remember that. I was very excited about that. Mm-hmm. To waste my fucking day. Okay? All, right. All they did was keep telling me they were going to induce me. Because they're stupid. Because if they would have just induced you in the morning, like they said, they would have fucking induced you in the she morning. She would have been a Leo. She would have been a Leo. Just like her cousin. Exactly. Her daddy. Right. But no. But you know what? Now she want to look like her daddy and all that. So now you don't need to be a Leo anyways. Right. Wasting your Saturday and shit. be like your damn dad. But yeah. So nighttime comes. Okay. And they're like, okay, we're going to give you your last dosage of Cytotec. And then in four hours, because they have to wait four hours. So they gave you the last dosage of Cytotec Saturday afternoon. No, Saturday night. So this was like. What? Yeah. I thought they induced you Saturday night. They did. So it was four hours but later. Like seven. Because I remember you being like, like my water broke. And I was like at eight o'clock or something. Let's go back into the archives, guys. Go on your text messages. Let me see. Because you know you can search things in text messages and stuff. Water broke. My water just broke. What time is it? It was Saturday at 7.52 p.m. Boom. <laughs> You just write that down. Like, what time your water broke? That's cute. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> Good thing for text messages. So, okay. So then, yeah, they must have gave me my last one at what, four? Um, no, three. Two. Three something. At, at 12, it was 11.56. You said they were going to give you another dose of the cervix thing. Mm-hmm. Another pill. And then four hours after you take the pill, they're going to start the Pitocin. They let you have a solid lunch mm-hmm. at 105. Wow. 
<laughs> talk about receipts, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be like, mm. and then at seven twenty one p.m. the pitocin began. Okay, so it only took what was that half an hour for your water to break? Seven fifty. No, I t- I texted y'all after. Like oh, okay. I got cleaned up. It only took. It was eight minutes after they gave me the pitocin. My water. Oh broke. god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they gave me. Um, okay. So. Yeah, they gave me the last dosage in the afternoon. Okay. Then we had to wait four hours. And then we had to wait a little bit longer for the doctor. But mm-hmm. then they came in and they were like, we're going to start you on the Pitocin. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. At this time, Eric had been with me all day. Mm-hmm. Okay. They made a rule. At first, oh, when we were going in the hospital, they told us that once we were in the hospital, we're on lockdown. Eric could not leave for any reason. If he needed food, it had to get delivered or he would have to go down to the cafeteria. When we got to the hospital... They told us that rule had changed, that he is allowed to leave the hospital once a day, but once he comes back, he cannot relieve, right? Mm-hmm. So, once a day, he would leave to let out our dogs. We have two pit bulls. Mm-hmm. Now, Frida had Alethea for the time that we were in the hospital, and then um, Eric's brother had Alethea for some of the time as well. But we didn't have anyone to stay with the dogs due to like the schedules. The way they lined up. So, he would leave once a day to um, let out our dogs. At this time, he was not at the hospital when they decided. Because we had been waiting all day for them to induce me. They never induced me. So, when they came in to induce me, he was not there. So, I called him. I'm like, they're about to induce me. You need to hurry up and come back to the hospital. Because in my head, I thought like they were going to induce me. And boom, she was going to fly out of my vagina. Yeah, that's how I saw it in my head. <laughs> Newsflash didn't happen. So... They induced me. They hooked me up to the machines. The lady's like, the nurse, she's like, oh, um, once the medicine gets started, you can now walk around. Because they hadn't let me walk around all day. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, then you can walk around um, because you'll be able to take, like, the monitor with you with this thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, and then I'll bring you in the ball or, and all that stuff. So I'm like, oh, okay, great. Finally, you guys are about to let oh, me do yeah, something, the right? the ball that you were supposed to give me uh-huh. two days ago. So then... <laughs> so then I'm sitting there, and she's like, okay, the um, the Pitocin is going to um, make you start contracting more. So, you weren't feeling it before. You should start feeling something now. Right. So, I'm like, okay. So, she gives me the medicine. They put it through the IV, mm-hmm. and I'm for sure starting to feel something. So, I'm like, okay. Oh, wow. That doesn't just feel like a cramp. But still, it's like probably like at a level two. Mm-hmm. Nothing to complain about. So, I'm sitting there, and I feel a pop in my vagina. Like, I cannot describe it, but it literally felt like, like, like that. Like, my vagina went like that, like, that's how it felt. And I was like, okay, like, maybe this is something that's supposed to happen. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, this never happened before. Somebody just press a button in there? Yeah. (laughs) So, she comes back out. Like, she, I mean, she comes back in the room because she had left. And she's like, how are we doing? Are you starting to feel stuff? And I'm like, yeah, they're starting to pick up or whatever. I was like, it's nothing like too crazy or whatever. I was like, but it definitely started working right away. I was like, like when you had left mm-hmm. out the room, I was like, I started feeling a contraction. I was like, and then I felt a pop, pop in my vagina. I don't know if that has anything to do with the contractions or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then she just looks at me. She's like, wait, you felt like a pop in your vagina? And I was like, yeah. She was like, um, I think your water broke. And I was like, what? And she was like, well, that's usually what happens when your water breaks. She was like, you feel the pop in your vagina and then the fluid comes out. And I was like, well, and I'm sitting on the recliner and I'm like, well, nothing leaked out. And she was like, were, were you getting up to go to the bathroom? Because I was unplugging myself when she walked back in. That's mm-hmm. what it was. She saw the sensor that I wasn't plugged in because mm-hmm. I, I felt like I had to pee. 
So then she was like, um, okay, yeah, let's get you unplugged. She was like, and then we'll be able to see if your water broke when you go to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay. So she helps me finish getting unplugged or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I have to take this with me. Talking about the IV and the whole fucking setup. And she's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, because you're plugged in for the Pitocin. So I'm like, okay, so I go to grab it to stand up. And it's like, as soon as I stand up, just keep coming out. I was like, ah! And she's like, yeah, your water broke, your water broke. And I'm just like standing there so embarrassed. Because I thought in my head, when your water water breaks, it's literally like like water. Mm -hmm. Like, just clear liquid. Yeah, okay. That shit was fucking blood and everything else. It was disgusting. And I'm like, just sitting here so embarrassed because I'm like, oh my God, I'm such a dirty bitch. Like, my blood is all over the floor. Like, excuse me, (laughs) ma'am. Can you leave all clean up? (laughs) Right. That's what I told the the nurses when my water broke with Celise. I was like, I'll clean it up. It was all green and Uh, It was just... It was just a, a lot. It was like a lot. And then it, it would not stop. Like, it just kept coming out. Like, when I was standing up, I was like, oh, my God. She took the sheet off the bed and, like, put it, like, in between my legs, like, if it was, like, a diaper. And she was like, it's okay. It's okay. Congratulations, Mom. That's your water that broke. And I'm sitting here like, congratulations, lady. You have to clean up my messes. It's disgusting. So then she's like, go ahead. Just go to the bathroom. So I, like, walk to the bathroom. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, my God. Like, my water just broke. Like, I just felt like every little thing that happened, I was like, this is real. I have a water. Like, I was like, I was like, there's a baby. Yeah, I was like, this is real. Like, I was like, oh, fuck. So then uh, she came in the bathroom or whatever. And like, I had to like change my socks Mm -hmm. and everything. She's like wiping me down. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She's like, no, it's okay. It's okay. She fucking cleaned up everything in the room. And she was like, just sit here for a little. It's okay. Just take it in. Relax. She was like, just sit here for a little. So I'm just sitting on the toilet about to fucking break down because I'm like, Eric wasn't even here. Like, and I remember he kept saying, like, I've never experienced, like, a water break in. Like, I don't want to miss it or whatever. Aww. So, I'm like, now I got to call him and tell him my water broke. So, then when I go back in the chair, I'm like, okay. So, she's like, oh, uh, well, now I have to put. That's when, like, the first time they put, like, that, like, um, those stretchy panty things on me. Oh, okay. Um, she was like, yeah, now we got to put one on or whatever because you're going to continue to bleed. Okay. So, I was like, okay. So, then, um. She had put one of those on with, like, the uh, big diaper thing or whatever. And I went and I sat in the chair. So, I called him and I'm like, hey, babe. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, my water just broke. He's like, what? Oh, my God, I missed it. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, so you need to, like, hurry back or whatever. So, he's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Are you all right? I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. So, then, from the moment my water broke, these contractions was on fucking swole, okay? (laughs) Now it was like, oh, bitch, you wasn't feeling nothing. It was like, oh, you wanted to make the nurses and doctors you sound crazy. You thought we was for play, play, bitch. Right. Here, yeah. bitch, feel that. It was like, <laughs> it went from what's your pain level to a two. I was like, fucking eight, bitch. It's fucking eight. So then, no, I just, I mean, I was really calm. Like I wasn't crying or nothing. Ashley was like, were you crying? I was like, no. I yeah, I was just like. I just didn't know it was going to feel like that. And then they were in my back. Right. So I'm thinking, the whole time people explained to me contractions, they're like, oh, you're going to feel it in your stomach like this, blah, blah, blah. So then when, when everything started happening in my back, I was confused. So I remember, like, when the third time I had caught a contraction, which the lady had, like, came back in the room. And she was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm feeling, like, a lot of pain, like, in my back. And I'm, like, trying to explain to her. And she was like, oh, my God. She was like, you're having back contractions. She was like... Those are the worst ones. <laughs> Thanks, bitch. I'm sitting here like, oh, Thanks, are they? Matt. Great. What else you guys got for me? Okay. Give it to me now. 
<sighs> so then I kept having back contractions. And then um, Eric was taking long to come back. And it was just making me upset. So then, um, okay, so then while he was gone, my blood pressure started spiking. It kept spiking. It kept spiking. It kept spiking. It just kept going up. They were like, um, you're like a 170 something over 107. I don't fucking know blood pressure. I was like, that's a lot. I was like, so what y'all saying? <laughs> so what you? So what you trying to say? I'm like, I'm not a ten. Like, is that is that good? I'm cute or whatever. <laughs> is that good? Are y'all trying to tell me I did something good? Like what? What is that? That, that gotta be like an A plus, right? right? Like I'm overachiever. Like what's going on? And they're like, no. They were like, um, what we're trying to say is yes. something is wrong, bitch. <laughs> um, lay your ass down. So they come in. And they're like, um, so yeah, we've been monitoring you and like your blood pressure, it keeps spiking and it's like, um, it's not going down. So we know you wanted to have all natural birth. No, first, first they say, um, we're going to have to get you started on some blood pressure medication. But if we get you started on this medication, one, you have to be bedridden. Two, we have to put a catheter in you. Um... Three, the medicine is going to make you feel nauseous. Um, but let's wait it out. Maybe we don't have to do that. Or your other option is, we know you wanted to have a natural birth. You really wanted to push for no medication. But we could give you an epidural, which will bring down your blood pressure. So I was like, well, well I want to wait it out. I want to wait till my boyfriend comes. And mm-hmm. I want to speak to him about what's going on. So they're like, okay, but... The one thing we can't wait on is the blood pressure medication if you keep rising. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay. But they were going to let me wait on making the decision about the epidural. Long story short, everything keeps happening. My blood pressure continues to go high. I have to get on this blood pressure medication. So they tell me this, which obviously is not going to make my blood pressure go down. Because you guys just keep hitting me with shit. Right. So by the time Eric comes back, I'm like sitting in the bed because now they made me get in the bed because they're telling me that I have to get in the bed because they're about to start preparing me for the catheter and everything else and mm-hmm. I have to be bedridden. So by the time he comes back, I'm like sitting in the bed and like I feel myself like I want to cry but I won't mm-hmm. and the minute he walked in the, the room, I started crying. The minute, like I was like, and we're here and my water broke and now I have to do this and I have to do that and for some reason... The fact that they had to put a catheter in just, like, broke me. Like, oh, God. When we were in the room, I was, like, begging them to use the bathroom just to feel normal. Like, I was like, I was like, can I please use the bathroom? Can I please use the bathroom? They were like, I'm sorry, but we can't because basically the medicine makes you not be able to walk. Like, your your legs give out. So, they gave me the medicine and... My body just, it just feels like shit. My body temperature starts to rise and they're like, oh, you're going to get like really hot. You're going to get really hot. But like, it was hot to the point where I, like, I felt like I wanted to like tear my skin off. Mm. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, this is just too much. And I'm just, I'm emotional about it just because I just feel like everything that have happened, like happened during that time, I would not have been able to get through without Eric. He was just, he was so calm. And, like, just so reassuring. And he was just, like, everything that they, like, that they kept telling me that, like, kept raising my blood pressure. And I was, like, nervous about. Like, he would be, like, okay. All right, just look at me. Just look at me. Like, 
he was like holding my hand. He was like, like when they came to put the catheter in, he was like, have you ever had to have a catheter in before? And I was like, no. Like, and I was just like, so like upset that I feel like I wasn't like able to like be nice. Mm-hmm. But he was just dealing with me like so, so well. And he was like, you know, um, all right, like this is what's going to happen. He was like, it's going to feel uncomfortable. He was like, it's going to hurt you. He was like, but he was like, we're going to get through it, babe. He was like, whatever they got to do, like, remember, like, whatever they got to do is to get the baby out. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And that experience, it was just like, I don't know. I just kept, I kept feeling like everything was going wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, and, you know, you go in there with, like, one idea in your head. And I was just like, I just kept taking everything so hard. Like, I was like, I wasn't even worried about, like, the severity of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't sitting here like, oh, shit, my blood pressure or something could be wrong with me. I was just like... This isn't the way I saw it. This isn't the way I saw it. Mm-hmm. And then they gave me the blood pressure medication and that still wasn't enough. So then they came back and they were like, you know, what's happening is you're between the time we started the Pitocin and the time your water broke, like it was too much pain at once. Basically that hit. It was mm-hmm. like, you know, they start you with the Pitocin and they're supposed to increase it every so often to allow you to slowly rise up to that pain. But the fact that my water broke, it just like, it was too much pain shooting in my body at once. So they were like, you're going to have to take an epidural to control the pain management in order for your blood pressure to lower. Because even with this medication, it's not lowering enough. And we're scared that you're going to seize. So then I was like, oh my God. Like, I'm just like sitting here and I'm like, like, what the fuck? Like, it was just one thing after the other. And I remember, like, just looking at him. And I was like, I didn't want to do that epidural. Like, I did not want to take that epidural. And he's like, whatever you feel comfortable with. He was like, whatever you want to do. Like, he was like, I'm going to support whatever you want to do. And he was like, but they're telling you, like, you you might see. It's like, you're too high mm-hmm. that, like, you're going to catch a seizure or whatever. So I just really had to, like, go outside, like, what I wanted. And I remember telling myself, like, I'm not going to be so firm about what I wanted. Like, I have to go mm-hmm. with the flow. I have to go with the flow. Yeah. And um I wind up agreeing to do the epidural, but I asked them if I could hold off as long as possible. So they told me as long as like my blood pressure seemed like okay manageable that they would allow me to wait it out. Mm-hmm. So I wind up waiting it out until I was eight centimeters to take okay. the epidural. But that whole time it was just like the pain was just it was so much but I just kept like, and at this point it's like it's overnight hours at this yeah. point, right? I at remember this point, Ed was saying you were only like five centimeters mm-hmm. for a while. Yep. At this, and then and then mind you, now every time they have to check me, I'm still getting the excruciating pain because my my cervix is posterior. Mm-hmm. So it's like one thing on top of the other, on top of the other, on top mm-hmm. of the other. And um, it's like every time they came back in the room to check mm-hmm. me, like I got scared. Like I was like, oh my god, here we go again. Right. Like now I'm gonna have to. They're going to have to fucking check me and all this stuff. So, I was like, just pain coming in every fucking direction. So, then they come in and they're like, um, we're going to have the the doctor come in to give you the epidural. Um, once I had agreed, like, I think it was like my last back contraction. It was just so bad that I was like, okay. I was like, all right. Like, I'll take it now. And the lady was like, once you take that epidural, you'll be able to sleep. Like, she was like, it's it, like, it really is such a difference on mm-hmm. your body. And I didn't believe them. It was such a fucking difference. And I remember, like, through all the contractions, like, he just did not leave my side. He did not fucking eat nothing. Like, he was just literally right there. Like, I, like, had my face, like, pressed in the bed. He was right there. His face was right next to me. Like, he was like, come on, babe. He was like, we're going to do this together. Come on. I remember, like, 
feeling like my contraction was just like too much to bear and he kept like like i kept holding my breath mm-hmm. and he just babe breathe come on you gotta breathe with me breathe 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 look right at me look right at me just breathe and i'm like just like literally like looking at him like i just felt like so like lost mm-hmm. i was like oh my god i was like i can't and i like remember i just kept telling him i was like i can't do this like i can't like i was like i can't do this i can't do this like when i had to push and he was like you can do it you can do it because i felt like i couldn't breathe i remember mid push he had to stop and go get my asthma pump like i literally felt like i was giving him my all and i could not like i could not breathe i was like i can't give no more but um the guy came in for the epidural and i remember my whole body was shaking Mm. like like this like i was like but my whole body was shaking and I kept apologizing. I kept apologizing the whole fucking time right. for every everything. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And they're like, no, it's fine. It's fine. And I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I can't stop moving. I can't stop. And the nurse and Eric is like, don't, don't try to like, like stop it. Like, right. that's your body. Just, it's fine. It's fine. And I kept apologizing. And like when the guy had came in for the epidural, Eric was like, look at me. He's going to come in. This is going to happen. You can't move. You have to try as best as possible, babe, mm-hmm. not to move. Okay. And I'm like, all right. All right. And, um. I remember he came in and he was just talking to me, the doctor. And I was like, can you wait? Because I'm about to have a contraction. And he was like, okay, all right. He was like, I'm not, I'm not doing anything yet or whatever. And I was like, okay. All right. I was just so scared. Like, I was like, I'm going to fucking be paralyzed and be in a wheelchair right. because I go to put this in my back and I move it. Um, but then right when he was like, like, he did really good with like explaining everything and like yeah. every step. And right before he went to go put the needle in, I was about to have a contraction. So I told him. Mm-hmm. So he was like, that's fine. I remember like, I just like held on to Eric. Like I put my neck and i put my face on his neck and i had like put my arms around his back and then he was like holding me and mm-hmm. i just like he was like just just lay down babe just lay down it's all right he was like just lay down and i was just like laying on him and then the guy put it in and like it was like real fast mm-hmm. and he was like okay he was like you're good now whatever he was like i'm gonna give you this button and you could press it every time you need like a, more of a dose of the epidural and he was like and don't worry you can't overdose on it there's a cap like we put a cap on how much of it you could take or whatever and i was like all right um but i didn't i didn't press it until right before i had to push like like when she had when they had came in and she was like are you ready to push mom i pressed it because in my head like an idiot okay (laughs) no because (laughs) because i thought i thought because the epidural took away the pain of your contraction that for some reason it wasn't wasn't gonna yes that's what i thought i thought that because oh if i pressed it then like when i pushed i wasn't gonna feel nothing yeah okay so two different fucking things (laughs) so um once once i got the epidural he was like oh it's gonna take some time to kick kick in it did not Mm -hmm. take it took this that shit kicked in like this right Mm -hmm. so i'm like okay and I felt myself about to contract again. So I'm preparing myself. And I, like, grab Eric's arm. And I, like, grab onto the side of the hospital bed. And I'm, like, like preparing myself. I got my eyes closed. I'm, like, all right, this is going to be another fucking bone breaker. <laughs> like, here we go. And then I didn't feel anything. And I literally, I remember Eric laughing because I was, like, I was, like, preparing. I had my eyes closed. He's, like, it's all right, babe. It's all right. We're going to breathe through it or whatever. And then I, I literally said, oh. <laughs> oh. And then he started laughing, and I was like, okay, epidural, okay. So after I had the epidural. You're like, fuck, I should have yeah. got this sooner, this shit. Bitch, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, well, goddamn, shit, if I thought, it, if I knew it felt like this, I would have got that shit hours ago, putting myself through all this pain. Okay, epidural. But, um, 
I had took it and then I was able to sleep. I mean, you know, like as comfortable as you can with them keep coming back and checking mm-hmm. you and everything else. And then I remember, I think it was like four in the morning. I woke up and I was like, and I like pressed the button. I pressed the button. I pressed the button. I was like, I have to poop. I have to poop. I have to poop. I have to poop. And then the lady came in and she was like, well, I was like, I have to poop. I feel like I have to poop. I was like, I remember my sister telling me when the baby is coming, you feel like you have to poop. I was like, I need you guys to check me. I need you to check me. So then she started laughing and she was like, okay, okay. She was like, that's a good sign. That's a good sign. And I'm like, like, like for who? In my head. I'm like, for who? <laughs> In my head, I was like, a good time for who, bitch? I feel like this, I feel like I'm about to shit this kid out right now. Y'all need to get in here. <laughs> so then, well, I'm about to out. So then they were taking so long, and I remember Eric waking up. He's like, girl, okay. I'm like, no, I have to poop. I was like, they're taking forever. And then he's like, it's, that's not poop, babe. Like, that's the baby or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, they need to do something. Because she's like, I know, I told her. <laughs> I was like, she's about to come out of my ass. Like, they need to get somebody in here. This baby's about to come out of my ass, like, now. <laughs> So then they took forever to come in. Then they came in, and I remember that's when she was like, "Oh, you're nine centimeters." And I'm like, "So what y'all saying? Like y'all about to pull her out? Like what's going on? Like y'all gotta wait till ten? So is like, this real poop or is this baby? Is this baby head poop? Like I'm poop. I'm t- she's about to come out. I'm trying to tell y'all. So then she's like, "All right, we're gonna come back in a little, and we're gonna check you or whatever." She was like, "Just try to like lay back down, and it's okay. Like don't just don't push." But don't try to hold it. I'm like, what are you trying to tell me? We're like, because right, I'm telling you, I have to poop. So you right. don't want me to, you don't want me to hold it, right? But you don't want me to let it go. Don't want me to let it go, right? Like, what are my options here? Just lay here and let it slide. Like, like I don't know. I was like, what is she saying? Like, are you basically telling me I'm delusional for what I feel? I'm don't trying hold to tell it, but you. Don't push. I'm trying to tell me, tell you, this baby's about to fly out of my ass. <laughs> like, t- that's where she's coming out. I was like, she's in the wrong spot. Is this because I'm posterior here? <laughs> like, I really thought. Like, Be like, okay, I'm nine centimeters in my vagina, but what am I in my right? asshole? <laughs> Did you check my asshole? Because that's where she is. <laughs> Oh my god. When I tell you I really thought she was about to come out of my ass, like I'm so serious. Like I was like, yo, she you guys aren't listening. She's in my asshole. I was like, she's coming. So then they come back and check me and I'm ten centimeters. So that's when she was like, Are you ready to push mama? And I was like, Let's fucking get this baby out of here. So I thought they was gonna have like a bunch of people rush in when she was like, Are you ready to push? Like it was the movies. Yeah. It was like real intimate. It was just the midwife, the nurse, me and Eric. They had the lights off. They just put on the overhead light so that she could see exactly mm-hmm. into my vagina. It was very a very calm and tranquil setting, mm-hmm. which I appreciated. And I was very calm. I was quiet the whole time. I was like, <laughs> but you guys can't hear it, but she's imitating pushing, but she's quiet. I was like, <laughs> it wasn't until the end, after I was pushing for a fucking hour, that Whew. when they kept saying, she's right there, she's right there. And I felt her, like, I, it felt like her head had plopped out, so but her body was still there. about, like, 5, around, like, 5.30, right? I remember yeah. I texted about, like, it was, like, 5.20-something. Mm-hmm. Like time to push. Yep, and then she came out at 6.47. That's a long time. That's a long fucking time. Exactly. Tell me about it. That's a long time. And it's even longer when you're pushing and they keep telling you, like, come on, 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 come on,
and you're like, I'm fucking doing it. Like, it was so frustrating. Don't you say, what you mean, come on? And like, I thought they were lying to me because they kept saying, oh, she's right there, she's right there. And I'm like, how could she be right there if we're here this long? Right. How could she be right there? She like, was right there an hour ago. In bitch. my head, I was like, none of y'all could go in there and just grab her. Like, she right there, just That's take her out. Her. Like, in, like, in all the movies I've seen, like, no, because just to them, taking their shoulders. To and- them, her being right there was every time they saw her head. Oh, she's right there. They saw her head, and then it would suck back in. They saw her head. She, to me, y'all are saying she's right there. Like, y'all can see her. Like, her fucking nose is coming out. Like, hey. Like, she was like, right. Right. <laughs> right. That's what I'm picturing. So then. She was like, where's Brooklyn? Where's Brooklyn? <laughs> so then, when I felt her, like, when I felt that pop, you know, like, how they describe, like, that, like, like, that like, ring of fire through? shit. Yeah. When I felt that shit. Ooh, I've heard about that. Yes. I was oh like, God. oh, fuck no. And that's when Eric was Man, laughing because he said, the doctor said, don't push. And you said, <laughs> <laughs> and that was the last push that got her out. Okay. Right. Be like, oh, I'm not listening to y'all no more. You said, don't, don't push. push. And, look, and look. We've been here for 30 fucking hours. What are you this, talking about? Don't get push. Get this little baby shoulders out of me. Like, you're in right now. At, I at was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, she got to get out. Oh, you said don't. My bad. She out. Ha. And then I was like, okay, you're already overdue. Now we're here. You don't want to come out. Right. We've been in this hospital for how many days? Like, she was getting on my nerves. But then you would think it ends there. But wait, there's more. (laughs) So then I give birth to her. And I'm like, oh my God, they put her on me. They're like, look, there she goes. I see Eric all crying. Because I was like, in a state of delirium, like I was like, "Wait, is she here? Is she not? Like, what's going on? Like, did I just push her out? Like, cause oh my, it feels so disgusting. Like the umbilical cord, you feel it coming out of you. It's just so nasty. It feels like there's a fucking squid in your coochie, and like oh, one of the little disgusting. things is stuck in there, and it's just like you just feel it. Oh lord, it's nasty. This don't even. <laughs> See, yeah, you guys. I have two children, but I've never pushed any one of them out. So. <laughs> So then she comes out and they lay her on me. And I'm like, I look down and I'm like, she's big. How much is she? And they're like, oh, we didn't weigh her yet. And I'm like looking like, well, somebody better weigh her. Because I just knew by how big she looked. So y'all just laid her on That my me. vagina like, was never going to be the same. I just knew it. <laughs> you were like, my vagina just hanging all open down there. I just knew it. I said, I'm going to need reconstructive <laughs> surgery because. Pull the plastic surgeon in here. What y'all here, the fuck is this? <laughs> so then when they weighed her, she was 8'8". Okay. A whole fucking whopper. Like, yo, whose mans is this? Okay. 8'8", though. Big ass baby. I had a posterior tear okay i had a tear inside a tear outside and then guess what if i shouldn't be flattered enough that my baby didn't want to leave my uterus my fucking placenta didn't want to leave my uterus so then go back up in there I'm thinking the worst is over. I'm thinking I just gave birth. She just fucked up my vagina. I'm feeling all this burning going on down there. And I'm like, oh, look at my, my little angel. bundle of joy. Oh, look at my little angel. Oh, my God. I you can't believe. You got shifting in and out of sleep. Oh, yeah. God. I'm so can't high. believe I made this. Like, when I saw her and she came out, I started crying because I was like, yo, like, I did not think I could do this. Like, I really thought yeah. I was not going to be able to push her out. And I was like, wow, like, I just survived childbirth. How beautiful. And little did I know, it's about to be a whole nother fucking session. So then, they're like, episode two, here we go. (laughs) 
So then, um, the lady's, like, standing down there. She's like, mm, okay, um, can you cough for me? And I'm like, what? She's like, can you cough for me? You about to check my prostate? So I'm like, okay. So I start coughing. Mind you, Brooklyn's on me. She's laying on my mm-hmm. chest. I'm holding her. She's like, yeah, um, I need you to cough for me. So I'm like, <laughs> um, first of like, all, coughing is frowned upon. I just had a baby. <laughs> like, what, what do you, what do you want me to call for? Like, <laughs> so she's like, mm, okay, um, um, would you be able to push for me? Oh hell no! I so like, no. I'm like, um, okay. But mind you, nobody in the room thinks to take this child from me. So I'm trying to like push, but like uncomfortably, and I can't really like give you a push. And she got her hands in my vagina. And she's like, mm, okay, all right. Um, it's just not ready yet. It's not ready yet. So I'm like, what the fuck you is there another fucking baby in there? I'm like, that's what, what I was. I was like, what's not ready? Yes, yet? I'm is confused there because first of all, pussy? first of all, I didn't even, I didn't know a placenta had to be ready. I thought you have a baby and that, that shit comes out. out. Right, I thought it just came out with it. So did I. Thought I, I thought, like, I thought it was like a couple seconds later, but it just plops out. Like, what the fuck you mean it's not ready? I've been pregnant for 41 weeks. What do you mean it's not ready? Who the fuck was ready besides it's me? Burnt. Who was ready? It's burnt. It's, it's been in the oven for too long. That's what I'm saying. So then, she was like, um, okay, we're gonna try back in a little bit. So I'm sitting here holding Brooklyn and Eric standing next to me. And she's like, okay, can you try to push for me again? So at this point, Eric puts his hand out and I grab his hand to try to give like a good push. And she's like, oh, okay, okay, um... So I'm like, is everything okay? Like, what's um, the, yeah, what are we um umming? Right, what are you? What are we umming? What are we um 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 umming? Like, what's going on? She's like, um, well, technically, uh, your your um placenta's not ready to come out, and we shouldn't leave it in there any more than thirty minutes. No, any more than forty five minutes past delivery, and you're at thirty minutes. I said, so what does that mean? What what are we doing? What are we waiting for? She said, I have to page a doctor. Because. We're going to have to get it. Oh my god. So I already knew. I'm I'm about to be fucking traumatized. I was like, I, I already knew. Once she said that, I was like, We're gonna have to get it. So okay. I passed Eric Brooklyn and I just looked at him and I was like, Just go take her. Just go take her. So no, the doctor comes in, and when the doctor comes in, several people come in. So I was like, Oh, Fuck. Right, yeah, the labor was nice and yeah. tranquil, and now y'all gotta go yep. in there and get placenti. I was like, oh, fuck, what are they about to do? Okay, so she goes up in there, and she's in there all fucking day. They was, they was uh, doing what they were doing with my vagina for two hours. Between her going in there and getting it, having to scrape my vagina for all the fucking pieces of placenta that were floating around in my insides, them sewing me up and doing all this extra shit. It was literally two hours. I was staring at the clock the whole time. Okay, they had to give me a gas mask to try to calm me from all the pain that I was about to feel. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I'm just on the on the table, staring up at the ceiling. Silent. That's all I could do. That is that's literally all I could do. From the amount of pain that I was going through, I literally felt numb. Like I, I felt my myself, like my consciousness go in and out. Like I was like, and I was just staring up. And they were like, we're going to have to give you, um, not the laughing gas, the gas that like you're supposed to take when you get, uh, like your teeth done and stuff. Mm. Yeah. So they gave me the gas mask or whatever. They go in there. They have to get an ultrasound because not all the pieces are coming out. 
So, um, Eric was standing there while they were doing all that. And then, um, then they started sewing me. And then she's like, oh, we're going to have to numb you. Because they ran out of the, um, I guess my epidural, like, the, the drip had ran out or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, she, so she puts a huge needle in my vagina to numb me. Because, mind you, they had to fix me inside and outside. And this was supposed to make me not feel anything. I, it didn't do shit. So I felt it. I felt it every time she put the needle in. She was oh, like, let me know God. if you feel pain. I was like, I feel it. Oh, nice. Yep. So I was just there while they're sewing me up. And I'm like. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I know you hate me. And I'm just like looking at her like, bitch, just hurry up. I'm just so tired of being in pain at this point. That like. Just fucking let just it be over. It. Just, just do, do it. it. Just right. get it over it. Just get over it. I'm sitting here. I'm cooperating. Everybody in the room is like, oh my God, you're doing so good. Oh my God. Oh my God. And I'm just like. like what am I supposed to do? Get up and run around? I just want to take this needle and sew with the roll of you. I'm going to sew your vagina. I'm going to sew your vagina. I'm going to sew your penis. I'm going to sew your vagina. Like. Everyone's getting their vagina sewed. And then I have the mask on, so then it's making me all woozy, right? Mm-hmm. So then Eric's coming up to me with, like, people on FaceTime, and I'm like, bro, I don't even know who this is. People are, like, asking me questions. I'm like, what? I just remember <laughs> Alicia, when he had FaceTimed, Alicia saying, um, oh, don't you just feel like, mind you, they're still sewing me and stuff. She, he, she's like, don't you just feel like, oh, when, like, when you looked at her, like, Oh, I would just do this all over again. I just remember turning over and being like, they don't got me on those type of drugs. Right. Sis, okay? I didn't do crack, okay? Because that's probably the only way. I don't know what kind of drugs you had in your hospital, <laughs> sis. But, um, no. No, I don't. Hospital? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I didn't get that feeling. Right, no. Not after all this. I wouldn't do it again. Not if they paid me. Mm-hmm. Shit. And then, what happened after that? Oh, and then then I was bleeding out. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so I didn't find that out until the day before we had to leave the hospital. So, yeah, I was bleeding out. I lost too much blood. It it wouldn't stop bleeding or whatever, and then they got it to stop bleeding. <sighs> so then they had told me that, like, for the next six months, I can't work out. I can't do this. I have to be on, like, restrictions for so many things. I was like, what the fuck? Six months? Yeah, for six months. Oh, my God. Said it's gonna take six six months for my body to re- sorry, regain I'll I'll be in <laughs> to regain the blood cells that I lost. Oh my god! I was like, what? that was the first time I heard it. I was like, wait, what? But guess what though? The United States expects you to go back to work exactly in, in six weeks. Okay, fucking the sick. fucking U.S. Sick. Where's our second stimulus check? <laughs> <laughs> right like oh my god that is nuts but yeah that was my labor oh my and delivery goodness. and then you know after that my coochie was fucked up and i had to be in a bed and shit but and i was still on the catheter how long after so this was sunday morning she was more sunday morning when were they able to take the catheter out sunday night okay that's when you guys moved into another room. Mm-hmm. Into the mommy room. Yep. Sunday night. Um. Or was that Monday night? I feel like we was only in that other room for a day. 
It might have been two days. It might have been no. I think it maybe it was like late Sunday night. No, we were in the other room. We were in the other room two days because the first night the one lady worked. The second night she didn't. So it was Sunday night that they um brought me to, the um, to the other room. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm just like. Are you traumatized? I'm kind of traumatized. <laughs> and this is this is another notch in why I stand firm of my selective cesarean because of all the horror stories. Beautiful, beautiful. I was stories. scared. Horror. I was scared um mind. that they were gonna make me get a C section. When they kept talking about like yeah. me season and stuff, but they the whole reason they didn't make me get a C section is because the she was okay. Was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If like when my blood pressure started rising, if anything was wrong with her or her heart or anything like that, yeah. then they would have made me do it. That's why um, so like when I talk about like opting to get a cesarean like the second time, so at least it was an emergency, but I opted to get one the second time because I just didn't like. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be the same baby. I just didn't want to. Like I didn't. Mm-hmm feel like I needed to. People are like, oh, you have to experience pushing out a child. No, you don't. Yeah, you okay? don't have to. That doesn't make me any less of a yeah. mom. It's the same kid. There's no discount. How they arrive is how they arrive. Honey. Right. There's no discount that you get. So yep. I chose what I chose. And then when I hear all the stories, I'm like, oh, gosh. So when, like. But you know what's crazy? In a C-section worse? The the recovery. Yeah, that's what I hear. Because it's, like, considered a major surgery. Mm. But, um. But. I think because I opted to get one, Phil sometimes, like, he thinks, like, it was, like, easier in a sense, like, not the recovery part, but we knew what day the baby was coming, you know what I mean? Like, we had, unless he came early, but we knew what day he was coming. We went in there, they went through the process. Probably because you just prepare more. Right, it was Mm -hmm. more of, like, okay, so, like, sometimes... If he hears it, he's like, oh, like, oh, C-section, like, you can, they'll just go in there and get him out. But I have to tell him, like, not, that's not what everyone envisions. Like, right. some people do not want to go that route. They're scared to go that route. I said, it's still a major surgery. Yeah, it's scary. To right. me, said, to me no a C-section one, is scary yeah, as hell. I said, no one wants to, no one, like, a lot of people don't want to voluntarily, like, oh, yeah, this is mm-hmm. a better route. It's not, like, not, one is not better than the other. Yeah. I said, so, either one is scary, but... I just, I heard a story one time, this girl got ripped from her, like, vagina to her asshole, and I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, God, no. I, I already had a story I know there, somebody so, like, why? Who, yeah, I know somebody who, just um... open back up. Just open up my little belly flap. Take the second baby out. Boom. We done. The, re- the recovery was definitely an adjustment. Mm-hmm. Definitely an adjustment. I feel like it was real humbling. I needed Eric's help for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everything yeah, in the shower to wipe myself to even lowering like sometimes lowering onto the toilet is hard. Yeah, standing up, mm-hmm. getting out of bed, getting into bed, getting adjusted. And I was in so bed, everything. Is I so was hard. so grateful. I am so grateful for the type of person that he is, and he's not you know like an immature person. Like the day we came home, I remember I was sitting on the bed and I had to go to the bathroom, and I literally you can't even walk at the pace you're used to. Right, like. And everything yeah. down there is so swollen and mm-hmm. so much is going on. I remember trying to make it to the bathroom and getting from the bed right here outside of my bedroom door and everything just spilling out. Mm. And me just standing there the whole way crying. Yeah. Because I couldn't make it to the bathroom in time. And Eric just like came, walked me to the bathroom, took off all my clothes, got me in the shower, mm-hmm. came and cleaned up every Like... Just yeah. so understanding about everything. He literally had to, like, put me in the bed. You know what I mean? And did it with no mm-hmm. complaints. Fix your legs. Yep. Pop you up. Like, yep. 
it's definitely like humbling you realize mm-hmm. like yeah like having to be taken care of mm-hmm. like i mean it broke me because <clears throat> i'm a prideful person i'm right. also used to like i'm the type of person that's used to doing for myself i don't mm-hmm. like relying on other people like i remember what our third day home when i was trying to clean that he yelled at me <laughs> it was like go lay down now mind you my feet were still swollen mm-hmm. because the pitocin hadn't worn off and i couldn't even fucking move and i'm over here trying to clean because that's just what i wanted to do so bad for yeah. so long i just was like i can't wait to get back and not have this belly and yeah. be able to clean and do this and do this nope none of it none of it, it was an emotional roller coaster and being pregnant and trying to i mean having the baby and trying to heal and trying to learn how to breastfeed and dealing with a newborn and and that was another thing too that like when i had her i was still on bed rest mm-hmm. i still had the catheter i couldn't get up i couldn't change her yeah i couldn't do any of that so for the while we were in the hospital unless it was to feed her when they passed her to me i wasn't dealing with her eric was right. and that was another thing like i felt like i wasn't doing enough like mm-hmm. so much was on him too much was on him he was like that's what i'm here for right but and that's why you stay in the hospital to heal mm-hmm. yeah he was like I remember him having to tell me, like, you have to heal. You have to get better. You're not going to be no help to her if you're not no- better. Right. He was like, yeah, you could try to force it now, and then you're going to hurt yourself, and then mm-hmm. and then what? Like, it's he was like, you need to heal. You need to recover. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. come on. Mothers are just <sighs> superheroes. Yeah. It's a different It's a different experience. Just welcome to mommyhood. You're just going to be tired for the rest of your life now. I don't even feel tired, though. You don't feel now. Yeah. But I think it's because... I think I'm going to start feeling tired when she started getting disrespectful. I'm be like, I'm tired. I feel like the newborn, like, not even, like, the first few weeks and stuff. They're so cute. They're so high, yeah. You're running off of, like, an adrenaline. Yeah. You're so tired, but... You're going to get tired. Yeah, it's going to hit. since Elise was born. She's nine mm-hmm. years old. Yeah. I feel like I've been tired since she was born, and now I'm just exhausted. Extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just so tired. I was on the phone. I was on FaceTime with Shakia. Especially because like, Malachi got so much I energy. Said, yeah, I was like, Celise, I said, she looks all young and youthful. And mm-hmm. She just is great. And then I turned the camera on me and she was like, oh my God, what's going on now? So I was like, I'm tired. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like the newborn stage, like they sleep a lot, but then they don't sleep. It's like yeah. that. You'd I be just like, feel oh, like, she's always sleeping. And then it's like, at the I feel like time. I feel tired when I'm not around her. Mm-hmm. but then around her i'd be like, be like girl i don't need sleep and then you can stare at them yes i don't need sleep i could just stay up all day and just stare at you mm-hmm. and like or like when i feel tired and then you know she's like crying and then i walk over to her and then she smiles i'd be like, oh. like oh my god girl wake me up anytime you're so cute yes i'm like just wake me up don't even let me mm-hmm. sleep but let me sleep please because right. i need i need like an hour at least yeah i don't know i'm malachi made me like a different kind of mom because he he has me doing all the things that I said, like, no, I wasn't going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, sleeping in my bed. I yeah. was like, I was like, don't a baby sleep in my bed. Uh-uh. No, no, no. He do that. I was against it, and I can't let Brooklyn down. I'd be like. I was like, I'm like, so comfortable here. And yeah, I'd be like, I just want to cuddle her. In my bed. He just. He just do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. And. Yes, because he's cute, but it's also because, like, I've been tired for so many years. It's like, do whatever. <laughs> Run the house if you want, okay? I don't have time for it anymore. <laughs> I gotta save my energy. It's because he's a boy. Moms tend to let boys get away with shit. No. 
suckers. Boys, no one prepared me for what it was going to be like to have a boy. Mm-hmm. He's bad already. He's only one. He's He just does whatever. He thinks violence is funny. Is he bad or is he misunderstood? I told you that, though, since he was an infant, remember? Yeah, he thinks violence. I used to be like, yo, he likes violence because if it's on TV, he's quiet. <laughs> yeah, he w- we were playing with these, like, puppets at his grandma's house. It was, like, these, like, doll puppets or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, pretending that it was a doll talking and you can, like, move their arms. So mm-hmm. I was moving it and he kept trying to put the toy in his mouth. So I'll tell him don't put a toy in his mouth and he'll still put the toy in his mouth, right? So, like, he tried to put the toy in a doll's mouth, and I, like, slapped it out of his hand with the doll's hand. Mm-hmm. He was cracking up. It was just so funny <laughs> that I had slapped this toy out of his hand. I was like, so this is the language you understand? Mm-hmm. Because we can do that. All right? <laughs> I can slap you if you want. <laughs> I can beat your no ass. Okay. I don't really slap him yet, but he's crazy. Mm-hmm. He's a different breed. But Brooklyn, she's just still, like, in the the sweet baby, just cute cry it's like it's not cute in the middle of the night when you're exhausted but it's cute or when she's like i mean it'd be sounding cute though and her gums be all cute i'd be like oh i shouldn't find you cute right now i'm like i shouldn't find your pain cute right now but you're so cute look at her she's gassy you'd be like oh she's like oh and i think another reason too i don't feel as tired because you know eric be like fucking super dad he want to fight me to do everything he want to be like no i'll change her no i'll do that i'll be like all right <laughs> loosely then right the fuck be like you sure because i was gonna no all threaten right. me with some more sleep why don't you threaten me with a good time right like okay oh lord you're hype because you go throw out some milk Ooh, you're dangerous you're dangerous <clears throat> so, so yeah. how do you feel now now that you're four weeks in four weeks today actually right four weeks today mm-hmm. my little nugget it's like not technically a month the weeks go weird because yeah that's the amount of days she turns a month. month on wednesday mm-hmm. oh my god my little right. nugget but it's been four weeks <clears throat> four calendar weeks i feel like i can't believe it went by so fast mm-hmm. that's how i feel i feel happy though like now four weeks later not the day that my coochie was split open now four weeks later i'd be like i would do this again <laughs> i would do, I would this, do again. this for you again like yeah i would do this again oh for God. you sis that but not that day that day i was like no the fuck you were like y'all sure i'm even pregnant because y'all sure it's not unnecessary pain right is there even a baby in here y'all right out? y'all trying to punk me like i was like god damn at this point i just need to be flattered that nothing wants to leave my fucking uterus like my placenta won't come out my baby don't want to come out it's what else in there. it's in there that's what i'm saying like did you consider turning your placenta into a shake or a pill or fuck out of here like kale? no i won't even try my own breast milk oh yeah i did that don't say something mm-hmm. you should try it. Mm-hmm. Give it a little, mm-hmm. little taste. Not mm-hmm. directly from the boob. That's where you, when you want to suck on your own titties. Mm-hmm. But I don't even think I can do that. I don't think my boobs are big enough to be able to suck on them. I don't think mine are either. I'm not going to try. But <laughs> No, your boobs are definitely big enough. So then so are yours. You can like throw one of them breast. things over. No, hell no. We used to have the same size boobs. Yours at this point, you're like, you got to be a triple F. You got Send to be a triple F. Mine sis. down to my knees. Okay, they just <laughs> knock you with my knees. I'm like... My damn, my kneecap is real jiggly right now. I'm like, nope, it's my boob. I'm okay. only a double D, okay? Me too. <laughs> Two years ago. <laughs> I will get the measuring tape out right now. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. Okay. 
You got them. So you didn't want roast milk. Okay, so you didn't want placenta pills. You didn't want to turn it into like a, a protein shake or anything. Mm-mm. No, I didn't even want to look at it. I didn't look at it actually. I couldn't look at it. I wonder if you can save your placenta from the C-section. I'm gonna do it. I heard it's expensive. You can to turn it into a. It's all person. expensive. It's expensive to save the what is it the the cord from your. I don't understand though because it's mine. It's mine, right? It's exactly. Not my body. So why you? Why do I have to pay money? What do I need? Just a fucking okay, freezer? Right. Got one of those? What what y'all doing? Right. So special? I just moved the meat to the side. I'm just touching the chicken. Fine. <laughs> like what y'all doing so special over there? Okay, I will turn around and feed it to some motherfuckers. I'll be like, that steak was so good, mine. I'm like, yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs> You're like, I'm not eating at your fucking house. <laughs> that was placenta. <laughs> that, was, that was the new placenta steak, like Salisbury heavy bone Heavy on placenta. the extra gravy. Right. That was blood. <laughs> Disgusting. That, was blood. that is nasty. But I would, if I could, if I could afford it, I would save my placenta and turn it into like pills or something. I have to see the health benefits. I would definitely rather do pills than a fucking shake. A shake is too much yeah. to think about. I'm thinking about the fact that like, I'm, I'm actually like, sucking back. Yes. <laughs> Pills, you don't see it. I'm just like, ah. Yeah. Oh, my insides. Great. Yeah. Tastes yummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably definitely do pills. Because I can just. Mm-hmm. Pop it back. <laughs> Take it with some water. You don't got to see it. What are the health? I'm sure there's some health benefits. There's a bunch of health benefits to the placenta. If one of them says weight loss, I'm into it. I'm doing it. <laughs> Magic weight loss pills. I'm gonna be like, what? Everyone, give me your placenta. <laughs> That's disgusting. I wouldn't do that. But placenta collector. I would do my own. Next thing you know, I'm gonna be accused of being out here slaughtering pregnant women, <laughs> taking their placentas and shit. I'm not. <laughs> Never mind. I don't want your placentas. Thanks. You're sick freak. Oh. But yeah, no, now four weeks sure. later, it's nice laying on my stomach. What else? My I can finally see my ankles. Yeah. I haven't seen my ankles since I was. Six months pregnant. Right. You're like, oh, I do still got a little bone right there. Okay. Mm. When I woke up and my feet actually that. went down from swelling, I was like, babe, I got ankles. I look got at my ankles. Look at my toes. I wore sneakers for the first time the other day. I was like, oh, look at me. Who gonna stop right. me? Nobody. I'm fly. I'm fly ass bitch. Okay. With okay. my sneakers. Because I had to wear them fucking flip flops everywhere and they were still digging into my skin. With but my sneakers and my ankles. Oh, here got ankles. I was like, I will never take these ankles for granted. Like, oh my God. Yeah, when I swelled up after sleep, I just had, after I had her and the swelling went down, I had one crackhead leg. Only one went down at first. Mm. And then I had like one big swollen leg and foot and then one little foot. That's it scary. It looks scary. It's just weird because like when both of them are swollen, you're like, oh my God, what did my legs look like before? Right. And then when they go down, you're like, oh man, they were swollen. Like I can't remember how big they were. But when one is still swollen and one is little, you'd be But like, that's how I feel fuck? about my body too. I don't remember what my body looked like before I was pregnant. Yeah, me either. I imagine look something like this now. Just so flabby. I just take it. It was another know? time. I'd be like, mm. you're never gonna be that person again. And I have nothing to snap back to, anyways. I wasn't snatched to begin with, so who cares? <laughs> she. I'm proud of my mom, but period. I told Eric I feel more comfortable now than I did before I had a baby. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, I just had a baby 14 months ago. Like, <laughs> before Malachi, I was like, I just had a baby eight years ago. Like, 
Y'all don't have to shame me. I just had a baby. Like, give me some time. Yeah, but I got you? two kids. Like, what do you want? <laughs> I'm not even going to work too hard to get a body back because I'm going to have a third one. I'm going to be like, I got three kids. Okay, y'all lucky I look like Rasputia. And if Shit. I did, guess what? Somebody keep getting me pregnant. But after the third one, just give me some some lipo here. A little top nip there. And I lift and tape it back to here. I'm going to be good. I'm going to look like um Big Booty Judy or somebody. <laughs> they can Honestly, they can take the booty too. Because I don't need it. I can't picture you without a booty. Alright, what if they just take some of it? Like, I just, it's just, it's just sitting here just... Collected this. <laughs> it's just taking up space in my house. Like I don't fucking need it, okay? You're annoying. No, I don't need it. Like what the fuck I need it for? Does this wrap up our lovely labor and delivery story? Yes, I love that. You got all emotional. I almost about to get emotional. <laughs> and I couldn't be there. I saw Brooklyn well, I she fucking up my street cred. I'm going to have to shank somebody so people still know I'm a thug. Right. Out here looking like a little B.I. <laughs> shit. Out like, here emotional as fuck. Like, Like, what? yeah, I got a baby now, but I still kill a bitch. Exactly. Period. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it That's twisted. Okay. Y'all, ain't Brooklyn. Y'all ain't Brooklyn. Y'all ain't Brooklyn. Y'all ain't Brooklyn. You got to get her a onesie. Like, yeah, my mom still murders bitches. Period. Before she know how to read it. Because once she know how to She's going to be like, mom, what the fuck? You in for a whole new journey now. Because, you know, y'all got Alicia, but raising a baby with Eric. Like, a new baby. Mm-hmm. I feel for you. I feel for me too. You important. Like, that's your baby dad. He's pretty cool, but I mean, he's a baby hog, so. So far. And she already be like. It's only been a month now. <laughs> she already be like. No. Over him. Right. I'd be like, ugh, get out of here. He's not even all that. Like, stop sweating him, sis. And then she want to look like him. Like, you want to be his little twin. And then you want to like it's gonna change, be though. attached to him. She's gonna change. She's gonna look just like you. Watch. She's just gonna have darker skin. She's gonna look just like you. Hopefully, she got your lips. Because people gonna be like, "Who's baby?" She got my cheeks. Okay, her signature mm-hmm. cheeks. Let the record show. Chin. Her signature cheeks that everyone think is so cute that everybody be wanting to bite. Those are her mother's cheeks. Okay, I've been having these chipmunk cheeks my whole life, and now my baby got them. Who said they want to bite her? That's why I told. That's a threat. No, Jasmine. Like, oh, okay. She'd be like, I just Never mind. Bite your cheeks. I told um, I told um, Eric. I said, okay, she might have your nose, and she might have your complexion, and she might have your eyes. But guess whose ears she got, and guess whose cheeks she got, and guess whose chin she got, and guess whose lips she got, and she got her mama's eyebrows. Stop playing with me. That's my daughter. That's your daughter. Stop playing with me. Okay. Fuck around, make you a single mom out here. I'll kill him right now. Period. Okay. You're irritating. You can't even take her out on the street because she's too cute. People gonna be like. That's why I say who said they want to buy your cheeks. People I'd be like, get, eh, 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 eh. get back. Right, people get weird. Back up. Get back, coronavirus. I was standing outside on the porch with Malachi one day, and some lady was walking by. She's like, oh my God, he is too cute. Listen to this part, okay? You never even, you wouldn't even guess what she said about my son, okay? She said, oh my God, I would just sop you up with a biscuit. What the fuck does that even mean? Miss, <laughs> I was like, get your country bumpkin ass out of here. She said, I could just sop you up with a biscuit. I was like, shouldn't like, eat my son. Like, it's a borderline child abuse out here. Right, like, <laughs> like, we don't, don't even know, know you. I was like, okay. 
That was part kidnapper, part pedophile Right. Like, like, which one are you? You're not going to do anything to my son, okay? You're not going to go sopping anything over (laughs) here, bitch, okay? Before you get socked. (laughs) Like, I was like, all right, this is weird. I'm going to the house. You know I can't step out on my porch without weird shit happening. Yeah, seriously. (sighs) Anywho. All in all, to wrap up this episode... United States is ghetto. Mm-hmm. We need to spend more time bonding with our children after we either have them ripped from our uterus mm-hmm. or we violently push them out of our uterus. Definitely. Okay. Tearing vaginas. Tearing vaginas and tearing families apart. <laughs> Another episode. <laughs> tearing families apart. Literally. <laughs> and no one really prepares you for the fears that you go through when you become a mother and the strengths that you just never knew you had the shit you can deal with that you just never knew you could mm-hmm. and bianca went through some traumatizing shit four weeks ago today okay in the days leading up to that it was but guess what but i'm she here back. she back and she better back like cook crack so what's up period what ha- that brings us to this week's get it sis this week's get it sis goes out to the lovely lady that did both my maternity shoot and Brooklyn's newborn shoot. Wait till y'all see those. Um, as well as she's going to do her six-month shoot and her one-year shoot. Her name is Jan. Help me with the last name. Stitzel. Stitzel. And she is the owner of Digital Dreamer Photography. She's amazing. She's so good and gentle with babies. Her creativity is just on another level. Um, so I would definitely recommend y'all go follow her and support her page, add her, get your pictures done by her because you will not regret it. Um, her Instagram is Digital Dreamer Photo. Her Facebook is Digital Dreamer Photography. Her website is digitaldreamerphoto.com. And her email address is jan, that's J-A-N, at digitaldreamerphoto.com. Um, so yeah, make sure you guys hit her up and get y'all baby's pictures done. She has amazing packages. I think me and Eric paid $7.50 for Brooklyn's, but that included our maternity shoot, the newborn shoot, the six-month shoot, and the one-year shoot. So you definitely cannot beat that. And for the quality that she does, hit up our good sis, Jan. Get it, sis? Get it, sis. Wrap it up, sis. All right, that brings us to the end of our 20th episode. That's a milestone. Mm-hmm. And it's just so great that it was 20 your story. in 2020. Mm-hmm. It was talking about the trauma. Like that the trauma of the year. <laughs> Make sure you guys follow, subscribe, and click the fifth star. Leave a review. Follow us on IG and Facebook at the Sister Sister Podcast. That first sister is with an A. Follow us on Twitter at Sister Sister Pod. And always don't be shy. Shoot us an email at Sister Sister Podcast at gmail.com. Bye, y'all. Bye.